Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi Junior High. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. We have special guest Bethany Duhame here. Uh, for how many times? Is this your fourth time? I don't know. I want to get my five-timers jacket. Like It must they, be five then. I don't know. I've lost track. We're going to have to start a Patreon just to support this jacket that <laughs> Bethany wants. Well, yeah, because listen, that's what they do on Saturday Night Live. And I just, and then you get to go in the special five-timers club and like Steve Martin is there. <laughs> and so I need you guys to get me a special jacket. Yeah. And then bring me to a special club where Steve Martin is, I guess. How about we bring you to a special club that's a group chat <laughs> and it'll be you and Alyssa and me and Jesse and that group chat already exists. Woo! <laughs> Do I get a cool jacket though? Because I need a jacket. I'm a, I'm just gonna get you a jacket and write five, five timers. Any club. jacket. You need to send me your measurements. If you donate fifty dollars to our Patreon, we'll get you a jacket. <laughs> Anyways, I it's I feel like last time you were on, you were talking about wanting to be on one more time to be on the five timers club. But then that seems that like a lot of like time. like me. That was a but that was a lot of. I feel like I was on a lot in the beginning. Yeah, and I definitely I haven't I haven't guested since like pre pandemic because the last right. time I guested I like came to your house in person. Right. Yeah. We didn't have many. No, guests. you were in the old apartment. Yeah. I think actually. Yeah. Yeah, since the pandemic, we have only had a couple guests because of the pandemic. So it was like, oh, do I see you anyways? Okay, you can come over. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only had people that were already in my bubble. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't let me come over. I'm really, really offended. You're not in my bubble. I haven't seen you in like <laughs> almost two years. So Seriously. I don't even know you. Who are you? I don't even know myself anymore. Oh, my God. I saw my mom for the first time God. in a year. Oh, like, wow. Like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was wild. Like, it, it, but it was like I saw her. It, you know, you see all those commercials right now of people seeing their mom. And they're just like, oh, my God. And they're crying. I was just like, hey, mom. Hey, mom. What's up? <laughs> like, Meanwhile. We talk on the phone all the time. Like, whatever. Bethany and I see our mom. And we're like, oh, the fuck? What are you doing here, mom? <laughs> what are you like? Um, we the so the subject the subject came up of mom's mom's birthday is on Friday oh, yeah. and I was saying mm. something about it and uh, Marshall was like said something about like we should get her cake and I was like well honey remember she's not alive anymore like, well, we should get her and cake. he was like I know but we can bring her cake to her grave sweet <laughs> and I was like I'm not bringing you. To a cemetery in Nashua so we can eat cake at her grave. Sorry. Sounds like a nice day. He just wants cake, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I, he's, I like cake. He, in his little six-year-old mind, is like, this is going to be a really good way for me to get some cake. How and well can he read? Though. Can you just bring him to a random grave? He reads pretty good? or No, he reads really well. And he, like, he like calls me out when I'm driving now and yeah. is like, uh, mummy, that says speed 55 limit and you're going 57. And I'm like, mind your business. Because it's also like a digital speedometer. Yeah. It's huge and he can it. see it from the back seat. 
that's messed up. Just just go early and, and tape a little sign that says, says your mom's name on it, and then you can <laughs> you know go sit there and eat ice cream. If I'm being honest, he might not know her whole name, so that yeah. might be fine. Yeah. Just so put best Go to mom. Penny Marshall's house. <laughs> yeah. Go to Penny Marshall's grave. Oh, okay. Okay. Is she, I don't, is she dead? You know what? I, she might not be. I don't think she's dead. And that, <laughs> don't know. And if we read on the news that she's dead tomorrow, uh, then that was you. You did that. Just like LD totally yeah. jinxes oh her dad God. in this episode, Seriously, by the way. she's a witch. Yeah. <laughs> she's definitely a witch. Well, yeah. So you've been on a jillion times, but since last time, we came up with a new question. I'm ready. To ask guests, which is, who would you have hung out with in, I guess, in this case, junior high? Oh, my, out of this oh group. my God. I definitely, I would have hung out with uh, Caitlin and, like, Spike. Mm. Yeah, would you have shamed Spike when she got pregnant? I think you, you know? would have in middle school. Oh, I probably oh. would have tried to bring in a church with me or something <laughs> ridiculous like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think I, I think I very, I think I, Caitlin might be me. Yeah. Like, if. If the show hadn't been made when I was, you know, a toddler, uh, I would probably sue them for <laughs> copying my life. So you were having because... sexy dreams about your teacher? Mm. Oh, my God. No, I wasn't. No, no sexy. <laughs> and no one. The whole class never pointed at me and went lesbian, lesbian, lesbian. But. Um, but I just because just Caitlin is very like. She's, like, very well-meaning mm-hmm. and, like, wants to, like, stand up for injustice, but she has no idea what she's doing. Yeah. And, like, she very much, like, you know, she's she's relatively privileged. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think she has, like, good intentions, but sometimes gets into a little bit of, like, a white savior complex yeah. kind of thing. And, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's de- – I definitely – middle school Bethany <laughs> could identify with that. Like, right, you know – yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We haven't actually answered who we would have hung out with. I know. And I probably would have hung out with Spike and Caitlin, I feel like. Carly, you would have dated Joey Jeremiah, and he would have come to our house and broke our um, front door, and Dad would have oh. never forgiven him. What? No, I would have dated BLT. We haven't met uh, listen, him yet. Listen, in okay, high Jesse, school, you would have dated BLT, but in middle school? <laughs> yes. In <laughs> okay. middle school? You were dating some Joey Jeremiah's. No offense <laughs> to your middle school boyfriends. Oh, God. All right. But I'd be friends with Lucy. We haven't gotten a lot of Lucy, uh, yeah. but I think I'd be friends with Lucy. I do love Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. I like her a lot. She's. I think she's the highlight of the next episode because when it like started auto-playing, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she's the main character in the next one. This ep- I got to say that this episode is one of my it's one of my least favorite episodes of the whole series really? if I'm being honest because I fucking hate LD I don't yeah. give a shit about her really don't care really just don't care about her at How all you say that about LD Bethany I freaking hate LD I really wanted I was waiting the whole episode for LD to be the one to talk about the snake <laughs> and it never made it into her storyline um, although we were watching we, we were watching I was watching it uh, Greg was watching it with me and he picked up on the fact that like at the end when Melanie's like I'm too cool to be afraid of the snake she suddenly was like some people are (laughs) afraid of Sally things like that like he was like is she becoming a snake yep (laughs) yep Yep. yeah I mean we'll write the episode at the end but Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't give away your rating just yet. I won't I won't comment how I feel feel just yet. 
All right. So yeah, Caitlin and Spike, that makes sense. Like I do feel like See, yeah, I'm this is my first time watching, so I don't have that much to go off of, but you two have watched it before. I've I I've lost count of how many times I've watched it cuz I <laughs> quite a few people watch the entire series with me. Oh jeez. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's the new truth or dare, critical madness. Mm, pretty much. Let's watch an entire <laughs> series of a show. Yeah, I've done that with lots of shows with like guys that I've dated and then I'll end up seeing like the first season or like the first couple of episodes of one show yeah. like a million times because so I introduce it to times. so many different boyfriends and then or, you know, men I'm dating. Oh. And then, yeah. <sighs> You're exposing well, yourself. Like, you really. Carly, you need a new game. I know. I know. <laughs> Clearly, what show are you using? Because right? it's not working. It's not. American Vandal is probably the number one thing that I've shown to men, and it did oh, not that is a, take. That is a good one. I know. But I feel like you have to use something like Degrassi Junior High, because, like, I made Greg watch Degrassi Junior High with me, and the fact that he was like, yes, this is amazing, was like, okay, I'm going to marry this man. What did you make Eric watch when you first started dating? Ooh, um... Okay, edit how how long it's going to take me to remember what I made him watch. <laughs> oh, Glow. I made him watch Glow. And he oh, actually Glow was really liked it. But what sucked is that like right after we finished all like three se- or all two, uh, two seasons, all two seasons, they were like, and it's not being renewed because of the pandemic. And I was yeah, like, are you fucking kidding me? I just, <laughs> I just showed him this show and they're like, eh, eh, right. you're not going to get a yep. next season. You so, jinxed it. I did. See, I used to show everybody the same couple of British shows, which are only like six episodes, half hour, half hour long, one or two seasons. So mm. I would, we would blow through those pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> when I first started uh, dating Johnny, I, I watched Game of Thrones and I caught all the way up so that we could watch it together. That was a journey. <laughs> it was sev- It was several seasons in. Mm. So like, probably at least four seasons oh in. yeah <laughs> um, so i was like it took a while but i was into it so there we go all right well uh anything new in your world carly um i went camping over the weekend and i know so I, Bethany, I think <laughs> i've decided that this was like the longest i've been camping mm-hmm. and i think i've decided that um, a long weekend of camping is a little too long for me. Mm. Um, I can do a Friday night, Saturday night, leave on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but having a third additional sleep Sunday night into Monday morning, I was like, this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. You got to get, listen, you know what I should bring, you know what I should, oh, I should bring you some of my camping gear that we don't use anymore mm. when I come out to see you. Cause like we have cots. Mm. Well no, we got a we got an air mattress. Oh, but being off of the floor is such a game changer. Yeah. <laughs> Although it might mean you have to get a different tent. Yeah. So it might not be it might not act. We do we do cabin camping though, Carly, yeah. and that was a game changer. Mm. You gotta find listen, you gotta find um like a campground because if your friends like to rough it, find a campground that has like both kinds of sites mm-hmm. and then just be like like, me and Eric will be over here in this cabin. Right. <laughs> they do do, like, uh, some places do, like, luxury tents. 
Have you seen those? That's yeah. true. The K the KOA we stay at has like um and they call they call them their glamping tents. Nice. That are like set up. They're like set up like you know all the, like they set them up at the beginning of the season and take them down at the end of the right. season. They're like these big canvas tents mm-hmm. and it has like a bed. Like I think it has like a double bed and then like a bunk bed right. in it or something. Oh, and it's on a platform, yeah. so it's off the ground. I was and- I was thinking that y'all stayed in cabins and not in actual tents. <laughs> we used to stay um, in tents. And then it once it got to the point there was one season where it was it's just it's so hard to set up a tent with the kids. Mm-hmm. And mm. I would wind up setting the tent up by myself while Greg held Carter and looked at me. And then I would get cranky <laughs> and yell at him. And <laughs> Oh god. And oh, then no. and then at the end of that season, like in like October, we were like, you know, I wanna I wanna go up and stay in the White Mountains during like leaf peeping season. But like let's look let's look for like a cabin because I don't want to sleep in a tent in October. Yeah. And found this this KOA that we had stay in all the time now. Mm-hmm. And they had because they had the cabin that was like an old train caboose. Mm. And so we did that. And then Greg and I didn't fight the whole time. <laughs> and it Perfect. was because we didn't have to set oh, up or break down oh a tent God. while the children tried to run in the road. Wow. And it was like, oh, this was much more fun. Right. I'm still trying to convince him that we should buy a camper. Yeah. And the kids the kids are trying to convince him, too. Honestly, Every time we pass one on the road, they're like. If you got a camper, I would be borrowing it. So please get a camper. I mean, I my van can only pull like a pop up yeah kind of camper right. like I can't do like a hard side one but Greg Greg doesn't feel like that's enough different than a tent mm. he's like I don't want to spend money on that I don't feel like it'll be like mm. yeah and I'm like oh, I think it'll I think it'll still be better yeah definitely but you know I don't work right now and he does so I guess I can't <laughs> buy a three thousand yeah. dollar used pop up camper I'd probably right. be in trouble. Well, so I've been like crazy busy these last, crazy busy and productive, but like not as productive as I need to be, but more productive than I had been. So this is like a big good thing that I'm getting things done. Yeah. (laughs) So I've been gardening. I successfully put, planted some lavender in some pots out front. Some like big like planters that are like off the ground. Mm-hmm. They're thriving. <laughs> I planted some celosia in some in two little things, railing planters. Oh um, yeah, those are the up- ones you posted online, right? Those look yeah, really good. They're pretty. They're supposed to spread. So like you'll right now it's just a couple, but they're supposed to like grow more mm-hmm. of them. That's why you space them out so that they have room to spread. And then I've been digging up the weeds in my backyard and sifting the dirt. I See, I discovered night gardening. Oh. And at night, where it's night, A, I have the energy because I'm a night person. And B, it's not hot as hell mm, and I'm not getting beat accurate. down by the sun. Um, the, the only challenge was lighting. And I could I could work from out front. Because um, there's a street light and my porch light, I could see pretty well. But out back, I, I went and got a work light. And the work light is allowing, it's like really bright. So it's allowing me to see so I can dig up these goddamn weeds in the backyard. I saw your pick with so, the work light. I thought like you'd broken into my dad's basement <laughs> and taken one of his old ones. That's what I immediately thought. Oh, those <laughs> were so oh, bright. Yeah. Oh, man. We, we have so many, uh, so many tools. We're really getting old. But, uh, 
So, so that's been going on. And the other thing that's been going on, I'm, I'm taking some online classes, not college classes, but like it's, it's on this thing called Udemy, Udemy. I don't know how you say it, but it's like people teach you, teach you courses, like individuals teach you courses and you pay, you either subscribe monthly or you pay per course. And the courses are like 15 to $20 with a coupon. So I'm taking courses on some software to help me with work. Oh, um, nice. I, I'm doing some on an Adobe Premiere because that's the video editing software that I need to learn because I've been using Final Cut for years. Nobody uses that anymore. Um, and then, like, I also signed up for, like, a podcasting Ooh. course. Wait, what? To, like, try it's to learn how time. to do this better. It's about time you figure <laughs> out what you're doing the time you know all of our listeners are like fucking finally thank god God. um so yeah i'm doing that and then the last thing i'm doing is i actually like i haven't mentioned it yet but this happened like a couple months ago is my friend she's like one of my very very close friends john quill died a couple months ago and so i'm working with her sister and a bunch of our friends to set up an art show for her um, cause she was a like really good artist. She made like this really cool, like uh, she's got a very unique art style. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're gathering all of her artwork that we can get our hands on. We're taking pictures of like tattoos that she did cause she did tattoos all the time. And we're setting it up at this like local fairground so that people can come look at her art. That's talk so about That's her. a really good I, idea. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make a like video of just like pictures and videos of her all put together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people are going to be able to talk about her. And then also we're going to put together like a book with her artwork. So the, the art we're gathering, we're going to actually like either, you know, take photographs of like high res photos or um, scan them like in to make digital copies so that we can make a book out of her artwork um, and then give everybody their artwork back because yeah. <laughs> we're like, because her artwork is spread like everywhere. Yeah. Tons of people have it. So, um, so we're going to really like get her artwork out there because like she made all this wicked great art and, you know, didn't, you know, she put sh- her family or friends, we all know it, you know, have it, whatever, but it'll be good to like really get it out there people can see like more people can see it so i've been working on that i'm i'm doing the uh social media uh advertising all that stuff making graphics and i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna make this video so nice we're doing that yeah um that actually happened like a couple days after i got my surgery i didn't mention it back then because i was like i got so much shit going on (laughs) (laughs) i'll talk about this some other day But yeah, she was a a very close friend of mine. She was somebody who we went on like vacations with and like just spent a lot of time with. She was like a traveler. Mm -hmm. Um, She would like come to town, be here for a while, then go off and go somewhere else for a while, come back. Um, But whenever she was here, it was like we were spent so much time together. And then uh, she wound up uh, developing a heroin addiction a few years ago and... Unfortunately, it, you know, went the way it tends to go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in, the, in the last couple of years, I just didn't get to see her very much because she kept leaving town to 
kind of go try to get away from it. Like it was very easy for her mm. to get in this town. In fact, a little right. too easy. There were people who were kind of like just giving it to her. Yeah. Like it was just very easy for her to get it here. So she wound up like leaving to go be away from it. But it wound up she still you know found it when she was yeah. down south so yeah anyway so that happened it's been a while i've been able to kind of like process it and i guess as best you can yeah I don't know. well it's good though that <laughs> right, you, like right. the focus yeah. is on doing something like positive in memory of her and like right right you know it sounds like her addiction was not was not representative of, of who she was no. as a person and her art is right. more so that so mm-hmm. it, you yeah. know what a great way to like change the focus of the of the memory of what everyone's going to remember about her i mean i think like mm-hmm. ev- everybody really you know is all about celebrating her and you know that was that was a very short period of her life too you know like that wasn't how we think about her it's definitely like, you know, she really touched a lot of people and was just like such a unique person and her own person. And, you know, I I think like we definitely like the memories that we're sharing really like overcome, you know, what what wound up happening, I guess. If that makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so I've been doing that. I've been super busy, but, you know, it'll be nice. I'm really excited to to get this all together. I'm also planning on getting a tattoo of something that she drew. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, one of our mutual friends is going to do it for me. Um, I'm like looking through her work to try to pick something. Because um, she was actually in the process of designing a tattoo for me. But then like she wasn't around. So like it never happened. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to like pick something that she did. Something like simple, mm-hmm. you know, so that it's not like too elaborate for somebody else to do. Right. But it is one of our mutual friends. She's a really great tattoo artist. Um, And I'm thinking I'm going to get it in the fall. Nice. So, yeah, that'll be good. Anyways, we uh, all right. We're caught up where where we're at. And woo. All right. Good, good depressing time. Yeah. It's perfect for the story of LD. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Carly, what are we talking about today? We are talking about season one, episode eight, Nothing to Fear. Can I just say it's been eight episodes and I still think hashtag every time. Oh, I'm same. Like, is same. it ever going to end? No. <laughs> We're going to be like season eight into Degrassi Next Generation. I'm going to be thinking hashtag. I know. Beat it. I know. <laughs> but it's in the 80s, so it's pound sign, it, nothing to fear. All right. LD heads from the house to the garage, chomping on marshmallows and toast. I'm assuming she's named Fluff. Yeah, I I'm assuming know. that's what that means. I don't. I don't know. I'm thinking about my own children, and that's not what I would ever. I would never assume such a thing. Because <laughs> both. I mean, my kids are not. You know, like 13 year old girls, but they. Mm. You know, they would absolutely put marshmallows on a piece of bread and call it a breakfast. Right. They would. Mm-hmm. She greets her father and his coworker or employee. I. I. I, I think it's his like employee. employee. I think it's yeah. His employee. yeah. I think the dad owns the garage. Uh, like it Jeff. seems like literally the garage to their house. So yeah, yeah. So his employee Jeff, as they work on a car, they laugh at her gourmet breakfast choice. Her dad orders her to clean the kitchen after school, but she's bummed because she thought she was going to be able to get her hands dirty working on Mister Jeremiah's transmission. 
She's got to stop monkeying around and act like a lady. He yells at her as she leaves to take off her baseball hat. Her mother would have hated this tomboy shit. What would her mother have thought about the double flannel? Because she's wearing right? two layers of flannel in this scene. She's got the button up, like over a yeah. t-shirt, and then she's got the open flannel. Listen, if LD wasn't into sports, I would be an LD. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck sports. <laughs> so LD rides off and whispers to drop dead under her breath. Oof. Well, <laughs> this bitch she's is a, apparently she's a witch because her dad has a heart attack immediately. <laughs> mm, I know, right? Literally, I feel like drop Jeff. Dead. Jeff could have caught her. He could have been like, "LD, come back!" But like, right? you know, she literally was just like half a block away. Yeah, just go. You know, Jeff. Jeff knew. Yeah. Jeff was like, I, "LD did this again." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, he was like, Mr. D, I'm not going to work for you anymore. Your daughter keeps freaking cursing people. (laughs) Mr. D. That's what he called. That's what Jeff calls him. He keeps calling him Mr. D. Oh, I thought you were just making it up because LD. No, I think (laughs) Mr. D. She's Lorraine something. The D, whatever the D is. Yeah, I mean, it does. Because Jeff calls him Mr. D. That's how you know. That's how I knew Jeff wasn't a co worker. Because he calls Jeff Jeff. Uh, Even LD calls Jeff Jeff. Right. But Jeff has to call her dad Mr. D. (laughs) Because he's in charge. Yeah, I. Or because his given first name is Mr. I'm not sure. I think this (laughs) definitely was um, like a cursey, witchy thing because, like, don't normally when you have like a heart attack you like kind of feel a little off mm, before yeah. it happens and he was like i'm great let's fix this car yeah. and then was like oh no call the doctor <laughs> like it just happened really fast mm. listen he was he was you know he had a lit cigarette yeah. above like a car engine so oh, like God. he sure did i don't know <laughs> I don't know that this man is just Maybe regular. he just always feels like shit, so yeah. he didn't see it coming. Like. I think it's, and that's, it's something, it's something about, you know, this, there are certain moments where I'm like, oh God, yeah, this really was a long time ago. And when she <laughs> comes out to the garage and the dad is like smoking a cigarette over, like lit cigarette over the car engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, is like just blowing smoke in LD's face. Yeah. And like, be more ladylike. <laughs> yeah. Like, poor LD. You should only smoke Virginia Slims. Right. Yeah. Let her wear her hat. Right. And I don't even like her, but let her wear her hat. <laughs> so, Miss Avery is giving an assignment to make a composite map of the area surrounding the school. I gotta say, Miss Avery's voice is much less soothing outside of Caitlin's <laughs> dreams. Like, she's gone from, like, this, she could put me to sleep with these words to, like, kind of... Un- like, I don't like her voice anymore, like at all. She was she was wearing the outfit of my dreams in this scene, though. It was like <laughs> this bright blue, like trench coat mm. with a neckerchief tied Ooh. around it, like power suit. Yeah, kind of low cut. Like she I was. Didn't she had big hair. It, you gotta go back. You gotta go back and look because she looked amazing. It said like she power looked, lesbian to me. Mm. Yes, yes. So is it a roommate or is that her girlfriend? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like at the Revisit. end of that le- that episode, we were thinking bisexual. Mm-hmm. Okay, all yeah. right. She that's, did some experimenting that's the vibe in college. I got, she was like kind of into Radich, you know. I don't think yeah. that was just a professional thing. Maybe they're uh, in a throuple. Her, her roommate named Radich. Whoa. Mm. Progressive. Yeah. I don't you think you think <laughs> that uh Ratch is that progressive? I mean, I guess he's a DJ, so Yeah. Maybe he's a little wild. 
He's like, he's really overcompensating in class. He feels mm-hmm. like, you know, he's too out there to be a teacher. So that's why he's such a stickler in class. Yeah. But he mm-hmm. lets his wild side show whenever a dance comes around, you know? Whee! That's true. <laughs> I also I also felt like it was important to note in this scene uh, as they are walking out of the classroom and like Mrs. Avery's like, it's due by Friday. LD is like, Good do by Friday. Good luck. Yeah. Like she from the beginning, she has no intention of helping poor Vula oh, and Spike no. with this project. <laughs> yeah, not she at all. She is already like thinking, like, okay, what excuse can I come up with? Because right. I'm not helping these girls. She with is this, the female yik. Wait, okay. <laughs> I have to say, I did something kind of similar my senior year uh in um public speaking class because the teacher asked us, we had like two projects left we were supposed to do, and it was the end of the school year. And she was like, do you want to do the not, like the more studious one first, or do you want to do the more like relaxed one first? Mm-hmm. And the class overwhelmingly chose to do like the harder project first. Hmm. And I was like, no, you guys, we do the fun project and we stretch <laughs> it out so there's no time to do the, the hard project. <laughs> and sure as shit, Whoa. we did the hard project and didn't get to do the fun project because we ran out of time. Aww. And like, I remember I had a partner on this project and I was just like, look, I'm not doing this. I'm just not. I'm sorry. Jesus. I'm just not doing. Well, I mean, my mom was dying. I was like, it's okay. I was fucking it was public done. speaking, right? You didn't need to pass that to graduate. I know. Right. I was like, and and I had already gotten like, I'd already had like an A anyway. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. And then the funny thing was, I think the teacher wrote in my yearbook, like, why didn't you do the last project? <laughs> like, I think it's because that's the memory of me is like, what? You did awkward. everything else. Why didn't you do this right. one? And I was like, I didn't fucking want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your poor partner, though. <laughs> yeah, whatever. She's she's fine. She's like married and has kids now, so oh, she's okay. fine. Oh. <laughs> I it feel didn't like ruin her life. I feel like I was always the one who got stuck doing the whole project. But then I also really sucked at school, so like it wasn't a good project. But I I did all the work. <laughs> so mm. <laughs> we all got to see. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll take a free C (sighs) that I did zero work for. I'll take C (laughs) for collective. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, let's see. LD, Vula, and Spike are grouped together, and they have Duncan Street over by the hospital. (gasps) LD hates hospitals. They are so creepy. They just happen to get the hospital. (laughs) Right. Uh, Mrs. Avery knew because Mrs. Avery's also a witch. Right. She's like, I need, I I need you to process this. She's like, and can you also map the gravesite where your mother is? Thanks. (laughs) Mrs. Avery and Caitlin are in a coven. Yeah. And they are trying in this episode to like bring LD Mm. into the coven. I don't know why. I don't know why they would want LD. Like because she is a natural witch. Look at her. That's true. She almost killed her dad. They're like, if we could harness her powers, (laughs) we could. She didn't kill him. She just gave him like a angina, a heart attack. She just gave him his angina, (laughs) angina. which is serious, by the way. I know, right? He treats it like it was indigestion, like just a little angina. (laughs) It's just a little angina. Yeah. Yeah. But he also, the whole time her mom was sick, kept being like, she's going to come home. She's getting better. Right. So fuck her dad. I wish they said what it was that she had. Like, is it that they really thought she was going to get better and then she just took a turn? Mm -hmm. Or was it just like a flat out lie to like not do it? I think it was. 
I think it was a flat out lie. Right. Because people lie to children all the time. <laughs> and now and now LD is traumatized for life and no one ever addresses it. <laughs> So I don't know. I think they're trying to bring her into the coven seeing that she has these like murderous powers because That's they want to kill true. that bitch Kathleen for spreading all these lesbian oh, hell yeah. I like, hate Kathleen. I hate Kathleen more than I hate LD. <laughs> I would rather have LD in the coven than Kathleen. Oh, definitely. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Anyways, Bula reassures her that they don't have to go inside. They just got to map the air. Like, because why would they? Why would they right. need to go inside? <laughs> The bell rings and LD laughs at the idea that they could finish this project by Friday. What day of the week is it, I wonder? It's it's fr- it's Friday. It's like the, Thursday. The, the, the week before. They're going to have the whole weekend. <laughs> Vula thinks it's doable, but they have to start ASAP. Too bad LD's dad expects her to play maid for the day. She can't help. They offer to wait to start till after. She lets them know her dad is on one ever since her brothers moved out, constantly nagging and expecting her to shed her tomboy image. Not gonna happen. Stay strong, LD. Um, I loved how Vula was like, I get it, my dad's strict too. And it's like, like Vula, your <laughs> father is a nightmare. Yeah, your father made you like essentially a child bride who has yeah. to like take care of the entire household. So But yeah. but he's also her LD's dad is also expecting her to be a maid, so maybe they have more in common than they thought, you know? Mm, but I mean, I think true. that the bottom line here is that regardless of the fact that LD's dad is in the hospital, she didn't want to fucking do that project anyways. Right. Because she could have just <laughs> been like, yeah, I'll go clean the kitchen and then I'll go work on the project. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even before- Meanwhile, she would have got home and been like, I can't clean the kitchen. I have a project to do. 100%. Yes. Yes. <laughs> dad, I'll be up in my room doing the project. And then oh she's on God. the phone to the girls like, oh no, my dad's making me clean all the kitchens <laughs> in the neighborhood. Yep. Yeah. He's renting out my kitchen cleaning services. He's making me go over to Jeff's bachelor pad. And it's, I can't do the project. Sorry, guys. Don't talk to my dad, though, please. Oh, God. So Susie is giving Arthur and Yick the business. <laughs> they left the lid open and let Amadeus, Amadeus, Yo. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. I wrote the same Amadeus. thing. This is clearly <laughs> oh, 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 where oh, the inspiration. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 Amadeus. <laughs> so Melanie freaks out as she realizes that Amadeus Amadeus is a snake. <laughs> Arthur insists they close the lid and Susie rolls her eyes. Did he open the lid himself? He doesn't have any arms or hands, but it doesn't stop him from dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Do you not remember Mr. Nice? <laughs> no. Sorry. Hi. My name is Mr. Nice. As you can see, I don't have any arms or hands. But that doesn't stop me from dancing, does it? Do you like to sing your dance? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Is that like from the beginning of the internet? I don't remember that either. Probably. <laughs> I just when she said he doesn't have any hands, which is like, 
I don't have any arms or hands. <laughs> and I had, to, But I couldn't remember what it was called. So I had to like Google, I don't have any arms or hands. But then I was just getting pictures of people without arms or hands. And I'm like, that is not it. And were they dancing? <laughs> no. Oh, too bad. It took me a minute to find it, but I did find it. All right. Anyways. I just wanted to say that I enjoyed it when Arthur was like, be reasonable, Susie. <laughs> Arthur with his fucking language. Melanie is losing it that he's slithering and slinking around. Susie reassures her that he's not poisonous, but she can't deal. They're on the hunt and begin singing, Amadeus, 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 Amadeus. Oh, 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 Amadeus. Amadeus. Come on and rock me, Amadeus. I'm also I'm a little unclear because <laughs> they don't say like this is the class pet. They said this was their class project. Mm. Is the class project just like to own a snake? What is the project? Well, everybody's doing all sorts of random ass projects. I don't really know. It's <laughs> so, project week and they're just doing projects. <laughs> the project is they're actually going to like skin Amadeus no! and make him into a pair of boots no. um, because it's actually like their uh, home ec class that. Ah. Yeah. I was just I was just hoping that they were like, choose your own project. And, you know, Yick and Arthur were, of course, like, we could get a snake. And Susie's like, why do I always get stuck with you guys in the group? <laughs> right. Poor Susie. Yeah. Um, I'd be with Melanie on this one. I fucking hate snakes. Oh, I love them. No, I'm really creeped out by them. They're so cute. I just don't understand their movement. So, like, that's what I feel like if I encountered one and I didn't want it near me, I, like, mm. wouldn't be able to predict, yeah. <laughs> like, where it slithers or – because, like, they can <laughs> – They don't move that fast. Yeah. But can't they? They have a cloaca like a bird. What the oh. fuck is a cloaca? It's a pee and poop together hole. <laughs> Which so. stops them from moving fast. <laughs> it's unrelated, but that's just my fun <laughs> snake fact. I wish they didn't bite because I would play with every snake. But also they would pee on me, so maybe I wouldn't. Are like, you I sure wish- it was pee? Because I've heard that they pee and poop out of the same pee hole. I mean, it would be everything. Hole. I'd be getting covered it's in nasty like, shit. It's you know, but- have an everything hole. Yeah, yeah. It's called a colloquialism. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Get out of here, Colonial Casey. <laughs> so but but like no i think they're cute and it's just an ongoing issue with me that i just wish i could talk to animals because i want to tell them i'm your friend i'm not trying to hurt you i just want to hug you because there are so many cute wild animals i want to hug including snakes but they'd bite me so okay but should you maybe start with someone who has like a domesticated snake like my friend Jill, mm. her husband Paul has like a pet snake. Yeah, it doesn't. So bite. I get to go over to their house. No, it, you can pet it nicely. Aww. And it's a nice snake. Okay, I want to visit. Send one time. Up. Okay, but listen, <laughs> just so you know, one time it's um, anus prolapsed, <laughs> but that I wasn't there for that. But they Good, brought it to I the vet, see that. and it was it's better. It's better now. <laughs> Just I'm full of fun snake facts. <laughs> if if I've learned anything from the internet, it's that the only kind of snake I like is one with a top hat. <laughs> mm, okay. Then I can go, okay, that's kind of cute. Yeah, but like if it's dapper. not wearing any clothes. Mm. Oh, you don't like a naked snake? I don't like a naked snake. They're oh. scary. You don't God. like snake naked? No. Naked. All right. Mm, well, I'm telling him. Naked. I mean, you know. 
He's an adult now. Mm-hmm. You could like to see him naked now. Yeah, he's not really my type. I mean, I don't either. Don't. I don't blame you. He's probably <laughs> real old now. Yeah. <laughs> I got to look it up because he might be the same age as my husband. I, he probably is. No, he's... he. Uh. <laughs> mm. Well, this was 1988. He was in junior high. When was Greg in junior high? Um, Like the late 80s, I think. he would. Yeah. Greg would have been oh. 12 in 1988. There we go. Oh, man. Beth wants to see Stink naked. Because <laughs> if she likes one man that age, she likes all she men that like age. She must like them all. Obviously. <laughs> All right, let's see what his, oh, 1972. He's four years older than my husband, so okay. he's much older. Too old, too old. LD rides into the auto shop, and her dad's coworker, Je- oh, sorry, I'm going to change it. I forgot I was going to go back boss. and change it's it to his, Jeff. definitely Jeff. Yeah. Jeff is the owner now well, because L. You know, Jeff Mr. is the owner now because <laughs> he and LD are going to run away together Ooh. on his motorcycle. Seems like she was trying to move in. She definitely was. (laughs) His dad would hate that. She was like, Jeff, if my dad dies, will you be my new dad? Anyways, LD rides into the auto shop and Jeff alerts LD that he's in the hospital. He has some pains in his heart because he eats like shit. Because LD broke his heart. I mean, that's that's what really happened. He, He could keep eating this way forever as long as he doesn't piss LD off, he's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Just keep smoking over <laughs> car engines. <laughs> he won't explode ever. <laughs> nope. So LD is upset, but Jeff tells her it's going to be okay. He's still a grumpy old Gus. <laughs> Called and asked for some things. Can I just say, I mean, as this episode continues, I'm like, where are these uh, disembodied brothers that LD mm. supposedly has that moved they don't out. live there anymore. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't mean they, they don't, don't live there anymore. So they don't get to know. That doesn't anything. mean they don't live somewhere <laughs> nearby that they come fucking help. No, they they live somewhere they don't have a phone. LD is alone in the house. Maybe they went off to he, college. They went to live with Jeff, and he killed them. Okay, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Okay. All right. I assume they went off to college. Yeah, probably. I guess, ma'am. <laughs> I mean, she talks like like there was like a gaggle of brothers, and they all moved out at once. Yeah, right. Like she's got like time. seven brothers. Yeah. Like she had three older triplets or something. Yeah, and they were they were Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and they took off. And you're like, bye <laughs> for Uncle Scrooge's house. Yep. So Spike and Vula wait impatiently for LD on the front steps of the school. There's no way she's coming. She always finds some excuse to bail and make everyone else do all the work. Fucking Spike has got her number. Yo. Mm -hmm. Spike's like, remember last year, Vula, when she was like, no, Vula doesn't remember the time. Why would Vula remember, Spike, the time that LD screwed you over on a project? Guys. I just, I watch this and I'm like, I'm so glad that I grew up in a cell phone era because Mm. like that would have been so annoying to just like wait for somebody and be like, Mm. are they coming? Are they not? Well, and I wasn't clear. They said, can you meet us at the school? I was unclear like if they hung around there for like hours or if they like went home and came back. Mm. Yeah. How long does it take to clean her kitchen? How dirty was it? She didn't even I mean, say they, like it's gonna take me a while. It's fucking filthy. Maybe they're hoarders. No, they said they said, "Can you meet us at four thirty? And she was like, "I guess mm. if I don't come up with an excuse by then to blow you off." Oh, I missed that she said four thirty. Yeah, they said four thirty. Okay, so I'm thinking like, okay, let's imagine that school gets out at like three. Yeah, they're gonna just they should they just sit there for an hour and a half on the front steps. I think yes. 
personally, or they did something, but they I think they stayed on the school grounds. Hmm. I don't I don't know because I feel like I feel like Vula's dad would have come and found her by now. Oh yeah. Dra- <laughs> okay. And dragged her home right. by her like eighteen hundreds era hoop skirt. Okay, Vula definitely had to go home and like put together a lasagna and mm-hmm. put it in the fridge with a mm-hmm. note that says like bake me at three fifty for <laughs> thirty to forty minutes and Right. Yeah. LD goes around the house collecting her dad's things where she comes across a photo of her mom that cuts off half a baby's face. This is the weirdest. Like, <laughs> why would they have framed it like that? Because it cut off LD's face and they don't give a shit right, about her. I assume. Yeah, I assume that's her dad being like, fuck you, LD. I assumed it was LD. I, I think her dad cropped her out of the photo. He did not want LD to be in the frame. Like, I mean, so probably... Weird. She probably was wearing like a a sports apparel onesie yeah. for and his mm-hmm. and you know her dad was like absolutely not in my house. <laughs> okay, but also why did because Jeff was like made it sound like these are things that he called and asked for. He called and was like, "I am going to be in the hospital for a night, maybe two. Yeah, can you bring every framed photo from the house that you can find?" <laughs> yeah, she packed a lot of shit though. I, mean, I might forget what my family looks like while I'm in here. Bethany, this is. Again, like I said, this is pre-cell phone era, okay? True. Like, he can't open up Facebook. He might actually forget what they look like. I know, but it's going to be like a day. <laughs> we don't know that yet. He might drop dead and, like, be happy to be holding it. Well, then he won't need the photos or... either. Well, he'll then just he hold it with either. him. And bury it with okay. him, okay? Bury him with it. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. They'll, uh, y'all have to pry this from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, LD flashes back to when her mom was sick when she was a kid and went to the hospital. And her father lied to her. Right? <laughs> Dirty liar. <laughs> she goes down to the garage where she gets a phone call from Vula, who is wondering where she is. She tells him she forgot and tells her she can't come. Spike is not having it. She always has excuses. I mean, but true. True. Spike, you're correct. You are fucking correct. I know. Spike's like, God, one of her fucking parents is always dying. Well, she doesn't know yet. I know, I know. She doesn't know. (laughs) She doesn't know, but still. Yeah. Still, LD has used the my parent is dying excuse before is all I'm going to say about that. Right. She's like, bitch, when you were like five and we had that. Remember when you blew me off in playgroup? Yeah, we had to build a castle with blocks and you just totally blew me off and said your mom was in the hospital dying? Well, fuck you. I had to build the whole thing myself. <laughs> Did you notice um, Vula's outfit? It had like a bunch of ruffles and like on the neck and I was like, no. she looks like Amadeus in her ruffle outfit. You know, <laughs> that's what she was going for. I think she stole Amadeus. <laughs> and put him around her neck, turned him into ruffles. Yeah. And that's why she needed the big ruffles to hide, to hide that <laughs> the snake was there. <laughs> so Jeff gets ready to go and LD chickens out. She says she has to stay home and clean the kitchen. He thinks her dad would rather see her than have a clean kitchen, but she insists she'll go tomorrow if he's still there. She sends a message that she hopes he's back soon and she misses him. Jeff takes off on his sick bike as LD closes the shop. She fucking blew it. (laughs) She could have gotten a ride on Jeff's motorcycle. Right. And she could have driven past Spike and Vula waiting for her at the school. And been like, fuck you guys. Suckers. I'm out. Me and my boyfriend Jeff are busy. (laughs) And they'd be like, isn't that Mr. D's employee? (laughs) 
listen, I'll, the, here's the here's the other important thing is that they mentioned earlier Mr. Jeremiah's car. Jeff looks like he might actually be Joey Jeremiah's real father. Oh no! Discuss. I didn't notice. Discuss. I didn't notice. He looks a lot like he looks a lot like Joey. I need to look him up. I need to see this. You gotta look right. up Jeff. Google. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Put Jeff and then put cool motorcycle. Now, do you think Jeff spells his name with a J or with a G-E-O-F-F? Oh. oh, I think he's definitely a J boy. A J boy. Okay. Yeah. A J boy because he just like he named his son Joey with a J and he's Jeff with a J. I found him. Jeff Cool Motorcycle. You can't see it. Okay. <laughs> I can't see Jeff Cool Motorcycle. Jeff Cool Motorcycle. Zoom in somehow. <laughs> Can you put it in the chat? I don't have the technology for this. All right, here's Jeff. Eh, actual Jeff. I don't. I don't know that I necessarily see Joey in him. Beth's a liar. I thought. I. I thought so. Agree to disagree. And I'm not sorry. Bethany thinks <laughs> that all white men look the same. Yes, accurate. He's Italian. Is Joey white? I assumed he was Italian. Yeah. Yeah. What's his last name? Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Where the fuck have you been, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he has so many middle names, it just threw me off. You know? um, Joey W. Jeremiah W. for white, question mark. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Jeremiah doesn't sound Italian. Jeremiah. <laughs> Anyways. Is that better? Oh, Jeremiah. He's a Joseph W.F.G.Y. Jeremiah. Joey Jeremiah, give me the pizza. Ooh, he's in the Degrassi Wikipedia. Is there a picture there? Oh, yep. Gonna save that. Oh, is there? Yes. Save image as. Put it in the chat. Um. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I slightly see him. I mean, he's. I guess he's dark hair and he's kind of tan. Yeah. So Joey Jeremiah, I guess. I mean, he looks a little bit like him. (laughs) <laughs> See that? Oh my thing. god! Oh my god, guys! I just found out the most serious bit of information about Jeff, and it's gonna rock your socks off. Is it spoilery? No, it's about the actor who plays Jeff. Oh god! From the Degrassi, the Degrassipedia. Yeah. Tom Melissus, who played Jeff, was later cast as Dom Perino, one of the teachers in Degrassi, The Next Generation. Remember Mr. Perino? No. Remember Mr. Perino? That's Mr. Perino? That's fucking Jeff, you guys. What? They didn't make him Jeff? They should have made him Jeff. Do we know what Mr. Perino's first name is? Dom, according to the the Wikipedia. He didn't Where? teach shop class either. They just like threw him in there and was like, nah, no continuity here. No one will ever know. Wasn't wasn't wow. he racist one time? Maybe. Probably. So, I'm I'm looking so, at the picture again and I'm like, wow, that is him. That's totally him, right? Wow. It all comes together. Good job, Beth. I gotta put him in the chat now. This is really important <laughs> that this all goes in the chat. All right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll never move on. <laughs> so Dars sets Arthur and Yick up to make an announcement while she goes around her very important business of voice throwing. <laughs> Arthur awkwardly announces the escape of Amadeus Amadeus <laughs> uses his full name and homeroom number. They have to know I am Arthur from like 3E or whatever the fuck he said. Right. I think he said 7C. Something like that. (laughs) 
just as he starts, Melanie struts in looking like Mrs. Claus with oh my red God. pants, black boots, and some white tape around the cuffs. Yeah. <laughs> when she walked in, I was like, "What is? Ha- why is Santa Claus coming into school? And- <laughs> Listen, Greg does Greg does that. Greg does that when he mows the lawn because he doesn't want any chicks <laughs> to get him. He doesn't want. <laughs> but not with boots, just with his sneakers. And then he pulls his pants up over the jeans. Ooh. But he doesn't, he doesn't do tape. He could learn a thing from. Wait, 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 wait. You mean socks? What did I say? You said pants up over the jeans. He pulls. He has two pairs of pants. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> has he heard of bug spray? Wait. He tucks his socks into his jeans. <laughs> uh, jeans into his socks. He tucks his jeans into his pants. Uh, okay. Into his socks. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me. I've taken pictures. I dr- I'll drop it in the chat. I won't because I don't know where the picture is, but. Okay. Does he wear red pants and black boots and white socks so he looks like Santa? No. No, he should, though. But it sounds like he's really, like, afraid of snakes. I think he's just lying to you. That probably is. Yeah. Well, Bethany, maybe what it is is that he knows that, like, you would fuck the actor that plays Snake because he's the same age, basically, as your husband. And so Greg doesn't want to attract any snakes. So he wanted to look like Yeah, he doesn't want to attract any snakes. So he's like, let me just go ahead and tape up these very tempting pants and make it so no snakes show up. Okay. All right. It's not that you like people Greg's age. It's just that you like snakes. I'm just looking for snakes. You guys, I've got some even more mind-blowing information for you as the episode continues, but I'm not going to drop it until we get to it. Okay. I mean, I don't think anything could top Mr. Perino being secretly Jeff and Uh, clearly committed a crime and had a secret identity, (laughs) but you know. In the words of Hamilton, just you wait. All right. Anyways, everyone looks at Melanie crazy because she does look crazy. Joey grabs Snake and makes the joke of the century. I caught the snake. Snake isn't amused in the slightest. Right. Nobody liked <laughs> like, that joke, Joey. It, like, Joey. I'm so sorry, but nobody liked that joke. Joey C. Jeremiah. The C stands for comedian. You know who would have liked that joke, though, had they been around was Susie and Caitlin. Oh, <laughs> oh they yeah. would have died. They lost their lost mind. They would have lost it. Oh, my God. If, he, if Joey was, had, like, a little, like, pig nose on his face, oh, oh forget man. it. They would have peed their pants. Yeah. They would have been laughing so hard. <laughs> He, the wrong audience, you know. Yeah. He had to wait. He had. He should have waited for them to be around, because mm-hmm. then they would have started laughing, and it would have been infectious, and everyone would have laughed, and it would have been great. But he blew it. And mm-hmm. that's like that's all we see of like Joe. We don't even get wheels this episode. Like this is B team. This whole episode is like B team characters. <laughs> Alex approaches Melanie to question her sweet fashion choices, and she explains this is function over form. These will keep the snakes out of her boots. There's a snake in my boot. I know. That's exactly what I just started thinking. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. She describes the snake very melodramatically. It'll crawl up your legs and bite. Just then, Snake notices her and compliments her boots. She's smitten. Man, there's a lot of tension between these two. Oh, yeah. Snake knows what he's doing. He's playing the long game. <laughs> mm-hmm. She, she's like, see, Snake, uh, you're the only snake that I have eyes for. You're the only snake I'll let in my boots. Exactly. I'll never right. let another snake in my pants. <laughs> no, this is the thing is that like the first time they hook up, he's going to take her pants off and realize that her underwear is completely duct taped around her body. <laughs> he's going to be like, oh, no, it's snake proof. I can't get into your pants. Oh, no. 
<laughs> oh, God. We hit the gym as Darce throws her voice for another announcement, again pretending to be the principal, <laughs> talking about the fine tradition of projects here at Degrassi Junior High. <laughs> <laughs> We love projects. <laughs> I guess he said project week, but I didn't pick up on it immediately. And I was like, yeah, the fine tradition of projects. <laughs> but still, project week is strange. Don't you always have projects throughout the year? Like, no, this is the right. one week. This is the one week with all the projects. Everyone has projects. Random ass projects. They have a snake. Another person maps an area. They're like, look, <laughs> I know we don't normally do any work here at Degrassi, but this week <laughs> is Projects Week. Okay, listen, I know that it's the 80s and they couldn't just like, you know, go on Google Maps. Mm -hmm. But even in the 80s, like just real maps existed. True. So why did they need to like go to the streets? Yeah. And like, what could they not really yeah, just truly not just like go to the library and like... Yeah. Because also, isn't uh, that teacher like an English teacher? I Why can't I remember no her idea. name? That's what, what I no. thought. But they said something about social science. Yeah, Radich is the English teacher. She was talking about like women in history oh, I during thought... the lesbian episode. So okay. somehow that relates to mapping the city. I don't, I don't know. I think she's the social <laughs> studies teacher, but they yeah, call it social science in okay. Canada. Because they definitely okay. say the word social okay. science. How is a map episode. social science? Because it's like geography. Is that social? That's... Uh, whatever. Anyways, she just does things and we don't know. <laughs> she couldn't think of a project. She's just like, I don't know, fucking map the area. I don't give a fuck. I'm in my thruple. I have you shit to do. Get out of my face, Just go kids. wander. Go. go wander the streets, all right? My roommate's picking me up later, and I don't want you to be here. Right. Harsh in my buzz when she gets here, and we kiss on the lips. <laughs> all right. Spike and Vula stretch as LD casually strolls up like nothing happened. The girls are not pleased and sarcastically thank her for all her help. They try to get her to help again, but she says she can't. Spike is pissed. She needs to help, too. LD explains that her dad is in the hospital, which is more important than some stupid project. The girls feel bad now and offer to cover. I feel like it seems kind of shitty for her to make them feel bad. Oh, yeah. My dad's in the hospital. Yeah. Like, she intentionally didn't, like, tell them right. what was going on. Yeah, right. So then when they're, like, rightfully mad, she's like, well, sorry, my dad's in the hospital. <laughs> like, why couldn't you just tell us that to begin with, LD? Is it because you're awful? You're never going to make it into Mrs. Avery and Caitlin's coven with an attitude like that. <laughs> Did you guys notice when she got into gym class, she was like, thank God for gym A. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were so many A's in oh, this yeah. episode. I missed them, I guess. But then she followed it up with saying that gym was the only place that can be comfortable. And I'm yeah. like, okay, so is there a dress code at Degrassi that says you can't wear elastic shorts and baggy shirts? <laughs> like For the rest only of the day, I gotta wear two flannel shirts and it gets really hot, okay, right. you guys? But I gotta wear both of them. Yeah. It's just the rules <laughs> when I'm not in gym. Degrassi has a really weird dress policy. I thought the Canadian tuxedo was like denim on denim on denim, but apparently I it's flannel on flannel thought so on too. flannel. Yes, it is. Mm, maybe that's the Toronto tuxedo. Ah. She wasn't wearing flannel pants, which I feel like would really have completed the look. Yeah. She needed some pajama pants. 
LD finds Jeff in the garage. She's got a bouquet of flowers for her dad, and Jeff is happy she's going to visit. He warns her that he's going to try to get more cigarettes, as if she could bring him cigarettes. <laughs> well, it was the 80s. She probably could. <laughs> this, I think she yeah. could have. I think in the 80s. Yeah. They used, remember, they used to have cigarette vending machines. Right. You could, like, right. bring a note. Yeah. And I always wondered how you how you did the vending machines, like, without your ID. They just let you, whoever They just you did were. it. It was the honor system, man. Yeah. That wasn't a, there wasn't a checking ID law. Like, Jesse, <laughs> haven't you seen enough of the old people posts and like all the Facebook groups we're in that mm. it's like, remember back in the day where you just brought a note from your parents and they'd right. sell you an eighth of vodka and some cigarettes and condoms mm. and they'd say, get out of my face, kid. I mean. And you'd bring it home to mom. Because I feel like it was like a weird loophole where like the rule was you had to be a certain age to buy it, but there wasn't a rule, like there wasn't a law saying that the people at the stores had to like yeah, check. They didn't have like the sting operations. It's like the <laughs> like the mask. Mm-hmm. Like only, you know, only people who are vaccinated yeah. can go inside without a mask, but nobody's checking who's vaccinated. That's what it sounds like. I do remember like, I don't know, seeing a lot of on TV I never had to buy cigarettes for a family member, so I wouldn't know. But I remember seeing on TV a lot, like, I'm just getting cigarettes for, you know, my dad. But it it usually seemed like the people at the store knew their dad. Right. So it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're buying them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. You know, maybe she could have. So I feel like she, yeah, I feel like she definitely could have. But Jeff says don't. LD. Could you smoke in hospitals? Are you not going to come actually my with me? Yes, wow. because I noticed I, that when she walks in, you see the waiting room. There were um, there were ashtrays between like every couple in of a chairs. Hospital. Yeah. God, the eighties were wild. It was the wild <laughs> west. I mean. <laughs> I mean, don't listen. Don't forget that, like in the fifties and sixties, they had ads for cigarettes mm-hmm. with doctors in the ads being like Marlboros are the healthiest cigarettes. I tell <laughs> yeah. all my patients. The, so the same time they used to recommend women douche with Lysol. Yeah. So like you know, fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, she asked Jeff about having his own apartment, and he loves it. No mommy and daddy around to tell him what to do. He can eat ice cream for dinner and wear his shoes on the couch. Fucking sick. It sounds like what Bethany's doing. Pretty much. <laughs> he looks like he's like 35 years right. old, but he's all like, I don't have to listen to my mom. But then he's like, but if I miss her, I go eat dinner at her house. You know how it is, right, LD? Right. Oh, you don't. Oh, never mind. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that she's asking about this as if she's like contemplating in her head. She's like, all right, when my dad dies, I'm probably going to live here by myself. So Mm, can I do that as a 13 year old? Uh, Maybe if Jeff teaches me how to fix a carburetor, then I'll be able to work. And she's ready to drop out of school. She doesn't do projects. She's just like, I just want to work on the transmission. Like, I I really think she's uh, this conversation. I think she was like planting the seeds for like if her dad dies being like, Jeff, remember how you said that you get lonely when you live alone and sometimes you <laughs> put your TV on your kitchen table so you have someone to eat dinner with? You guys, hear you me wanna, out. You want to be roommates? <laughs> hear me out. I think what's going to happen is that LD is going to pull like a Mulan and she's going to like cut her hair <gasps> and just put on like the dad jumpsuit for work and she's yeah. pretend to be the dad take over his identity and no one's gonna know i'm mr d now so i mean so i feel like ld is actually on the right track because she fucking hates school she's like teach me how 
teach me how to fix a transmission because that would be a sweet job. She's yeah. like, get me ready for the real world. And right. I was like, no, you have to get to college. You have to be a real lady yeah. that goes to college. She's like, hi, can I do can I do some job skills? Right. Can I can you help me with some job skills, Jeff? And Mrs. Avery <laughs> no. busts in and is like, no, go draw a fucking map. <laughs> Anyways, so apparently Jeff's parents live right down the street and he has the best of both worlds. Why do I feel like Jeff actually lives over his parents' garage? Right. Like he's like right down the street. He means mm-hmm. right down the driveway. Well, he's like it's a couple blocks away and there's like a couple like child's blocks down the stairs. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. They're his blocks. <laughs> he built the staircase down the stairs out of blocks. Out of Legos. He actually just lives in his parents' house. It's not even like above. Yeah. It's just that he created like a fort out of blocks. And he's like, this is my house. Mom, and this is like, my house now. Jeff. Jeffrey, don't you put the TV up there again. That table is made of Legos. It's going to fall. Mom, you can't tell me what to do. I'm in my apartment now. <laughs> Oh, my God. Can you imagine, like, a fucking old school box TV on top of some Legos? Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. So LD looks worried, but Jeff reassures her that her dad is going to be okay. Yeah, sure. They said that last She says he's strong as an ox, and Jeff follows up with, and stubborn as a mule. Hey, he's an animal. He sounds great. He sounds (laughs) great. (laughs) Meanwhile, he doesn't, I I don't know, later on, he, like, doesn't look like rough and tumble. No, he really does. The dad. Yeah. Later on, where he's wearing his suit, he looks like a library he's dad. Like three piece suit. But anyway, yeah, he looked kind of like a professor. He had the patches on his elbows. Yeah. So, anyways, Jeff can't come with her because Mister Jeremiah is freaking out about getting his car back. So LD has to go alone. She is not happy about it. LD stands outside the hospital, nervous. She wanders through and starts having flashbacks about her mom again. Her dad reassured her back then that her mom would be coming home from the hospital, but she never did. She sees all this scary hospital stuff and can't cope, so she drops the flowers off at the receptionist and rushes out. Hey guys, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Did you wait for this amazing factoid yeah i need you to go back and watch that scene again because i guarantee that nurse at the nurse's station is the same fucking woman from the background of the condom episode no way it's the same fucking woman it's 100 the same woman no way it fucking is oh i found out that the condom woman was like you know kit hood it was like his is kit a woman or a man kit is kit is a man okay it's kit hood's mom or something like that blessed be yeah because i posted our little video about the condom situation Mm -hmm. in the degrassi junior high group and someone was like that was kid hood's mom and i was like what oh yeah please (laughs) fact check me did they just use kid hood's mom like constantly because they're like nobody watches this show like we need to get some actors nobody cares like well because back in the day you know you weren't watching you were watching it weekly and it's not like people you know you weren't really going to record it probably so you could reuse actors I hate. I, I was hoping you had a hot tip about like who the lady was that got wheeled out of the elevator and scared LD yeah, out right? of her mind. Oh. She was about to get in the elevator and then the orderlies are like, let me push this lady out. And she was like, ah, lady on a gurney, I gotta go. This whole hospital scene, I'm pretty sure the lady on the, gur- the gurney is then repurposed in a wheelchair later. <laughs> and then on top of that, yeah. I think then Kit Hood's mom is also a woman who... 
Um, somebody gets like wheeled past LD and there's a woman walking towards LD with her head down and she has glasses still. <laughs> and I'm like, I think that's her again. Oh I think God. they were, it's good to know that that's Kit Hood's mom because I'm pretty sure they were just like, run amok, Kit Hood's mom. Have fun. Right. Do you think they asked her or did she like show up on set and they were like, we can't tell her to leave. Put like, her to work. It's, it's, it's Kit Hood's mom. She's like, I want to be in every episode. I need this. Make me a star. Right? <laughs> I mean, she is a star. She fucking killed it in the condom episode. Oh, she fucking did. All right, I found her. She's in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That made me feel like you invited her to the chat. I don't know. I have to go back to the condom episode, like, to really, really, like, back to back. Tell me that is not her, you guys. Well, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to put them side by side. I took a picture of her, too. Uh, oh, it's it's pretty, pretty fucking real. All right, <laughs> pretty fucking real. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. Here are they both. Yeah, that looks like the same person. Oh, that's definitely the same woman. There is no question. Right? Yeah. Oh, my that's God. That's the fucking same woman. I was so happy to see her. Susie, Arthur, and Yick bypassed the very serious no entry sign to sneak into the basement. Amadeus, Amadeus, must be down here. (laughs) It's the warmest place in the school. Yick tries to out-nerd Arthur by pointing out that snakes are cold-blooded, but Arthur actually did the assignment, unlike Yick, and knows that heat is what snakes crave. Oh, that just the way you said it. Heat is what snakes crave. <laughs> Arthur isn't positive he'll be there, though. He might have escaped the school entirely. Susie is afraid he'll get hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's so random. <laughs> Arthur thinks they'll catch him in this awesome cardboard box trap he made. Oh, my. They plan to lure him in with baloney. This is such, this is like the worst <laughs> trap ever. No, no, it's not. Arthur did research and everybody yeah. knows that what snakes like is a cardboard box colored it's green baloney. full of baloney. Like I'm imagining that it's just like what you would think it would be like in the cartoons where it's just the box and there's like, it's on a stick. Oh, that's you definitely what, I mean? what it box was because you can on see the stick. the stick later when they go check it. Yeah. Like there's a stick sticking up from the top. Yeah. So, it was yes, 100% though. a stick box <laughs> trap. As right. if a snake couldn't just like slither under there without touching the, sta- the stick right. at all. Like No, he just couldn't. <laughs> it would catch on his cloaca and it'd pull the whole thing down. <laughs> just pee and poop all over himself at the same time. <laughs> he just pee and poop all over the baloney. They they would open that box and be like, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Snakes love to pee and poop on baloney. It's not. I mean, everyone knows that Amadeus in particular has an enlarged <laughs> cloaca. Cloaca. <laughs> cloaca so it catches on things you know oh god but so they enter the boiler room with like no problem they just get right in there no Mm -hmm. key Mm -hmm. nobody's down there not the guy from disturbing behavior like guys if there's anything we've learned about degrassi it's that nothing is locked except for like 
the janitor's closet. That's not even locked. That's locked from the outside. Outside. Yeah. It, it is what I'm saying. It's locked. <laughs> but that's the only thing. That's the only thing that's locked and it's locked from the outside. This is why the janitor's not down there because he locked himself in the fucking closet again. <laughs> <laughs> it's been weeks. He's in there with Amadeus. He's like, somebody please help. He's crawling on my leg and biting me. <laughs> He's no. eating Amadeus for sustenance. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's like is dead. <laughs> oh my god! But so right. I love that this like missing snake storyline is mixed in with this really serious story about the parent getting sick and possibly dying. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Well, you can't have it be all sad, <laughs> right? You gotta have some humor. Um, Amadeus could be possibly dying, so you Amadeus know. is in the next hospital room because he got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. He's got a broken cloak. He needs a cloaca transplant. He can't pee and poop at the same time. He needs a catheter. Is that what they use? Only pee or poop will come out, but not together. Oh, no. He doesn't know what he's doing. All right. So Mrs. Claus digs through her locker as Darce does another announcement as the principal that the snake is the only serpentine creature loose in the school (laughs) and to ignore the rumors that there are dozens of missing tarantulas. I'm sorry, Jesse. He said that the dozens of missing tarantulas is utterly without foundation. Mm -hmm, True. mm -hmm. Okay. Thank God, because I would burn down the school. <laughs> but can we can we talk about how pretty sure it's a new day, but she's wearing her red Santa pants. She's again. she wears it for like three days straight. <laughs> well, <laughs> they've got the tape on them; they can't come off. Right? <laughs> she sleeps in them. <laughs> she hasn't showered in days at this point. Yeah. Like, well, she <gasps> heard that snakes don't like the color red. Okay. So all right. Like, uh, opposite of like bowls. Right. <laughs> Are snakes colorblind? Probably. Hold on. Let me let me do some research like Arthur. <laughs> I did my research. No, Bethany, if you're going to do research like Arthur, you better get a fucking encyclopedia out. <laughs> Let's see. According to pestremovalwarrior.com, <laughs> uh, snakes' vision varies from species to species. Oh, some snakes okay. can see infrared, some can see color, and some have fuzzy vision. Fuzzy vision. Snakes are not blind, but <laughs> after shedding, they can temporarily go blind. Hmm. Snakes are one of the deadliest predators, so never underestimate them. Was this page written by Melanie? (laughs) It was. It fucking was. Yeah, but are they deadly when they see blurry? Because it's like, they don't know what the fuck's going on. What kind of colors? Maybe that's why I don't trust them. People also ask, what kind of colors do snakes see? Guys, 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 I got it. I got it. Snakes don't see color. You know why? Because they don't want you to tread on them. Okay. Okay. What is that? What is that? Even? Don't don't tread on me. The yeah. snake. I know, but what does that have to do with the with color? With they don't see color. color. I mean, they're not racist. They don't see color. Yeah, but libertarians. Yeah, but are that's all not related to racist. don't tread on me. Yeah. That's not. That's a libertarian. But I imagine thing. that somebody who doesn't want to be tread on also says they don't see color. Uh, that's probably. All right. It was a, it was a stretch. It took a while. Oh, oh hold on. I solved I solved the mystery. I solved the mystery. According to biosphereonline.com, uh snakes are diochromatic, meaning they can see two primary colors, blue and green. Wow. They can't see red, so her legs will okay. be invisible in the red pants. Yeah, Melanie's good. So But also, will Snake notice her to ask her to the next dance? 
I don't know. <laughs> no, because he also is he also is colorblind. Yeah. So while she's not paying attention, Alex dangles a rubber snake over her locker door. She freaks out and yells, snake, which gets the person snake's attention. She's super embarrassed and the boys laugh and run away. That would probably scare me too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, anything that's randomly dangled over my locker, I'm be like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God, I got a friggin' a little scrape on my leg from gardening the other day. And it, last night, I'm, like, sitting on the couch. I See, I sit like a true bisexual, which is, like, this, like, with my, like, legs up and all spread out strangely. And so I can clearly see my thigh. And I have this scrape on my thigh. And very, like, in an embarrassing amount of times, I saw this the scrape and was like, what the fuck is that? Because I think it's a spider. <laughs> Like, I'm very sensitive to spiders because they tend to come in the house and sneak right past me on the couch. And I'm like, you have a death wish, don't you? Like, you don't want you don't want to be here. So I just like kept seeing it on my leg and freaking the fuck out. It's just being like, I did it again. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, somebody dangling some shit down my locker. I would definitely scream and be like, yeah. what the fuck is that? It would have scared me for sure. <laughs> Vula and Spike collect money from some kids in class to get LD's dad some flowers. Apparently, he sponsored softball last year, so it's the least they can do. Fair. Steph Steph is down to donate, but she is not stepping foot in the hospital. Imagine if, like, an entire class showed up at the hospital with flowers, and you'd be like, I'm, like, resting. Yeah, but she's class president (laughs) Stephanie K. She really should be the one to do it. It, She really should be the one to go and- On behalf of class. On behalf of the class. Forget the fact that this guy doesn't know her at all. (laughs) He's going to be like, why is this very provocatively dressed 13-year-old in my- hospital <laughs> she's she, the reason why she doesn't want to bring the flowers is because she's actually gonna be jumping out of a cake later to uh <laughs> sing mr d happy birthday right. so she's like i can't this it con it conflicts so mm. I, I can't bring the flowers but so it's no problem because vula and spike are on it ld comes in so they all pretend to talk about something else because for some reason ld can't know about this <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we got it. We can do this, but we got to keep it a secret. Mm. Vula asks about her dad. He's still in the hospital. Vula asks how his eyes looked because her grandma told her back in old country, <laughs> you could gauge someone's health by looking in their eyes. Ooh. LD just writes her off. If they uh, stop blinking, it means they're dead. <laughs> okay. I die every night. But. <laughs> No, you're, you're uh, you tend to like sort of blink in your sleep. I guess rapid eye movement. Or yeah, whatever. I guess you're right. REM sleep. Yeah. So LD just writes her off. Uh, they look like they always do. LD is not happy that this nosy bitch won't stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna expose me for not knowing what the fuck you looked like last night. <laughs> <laughs> Vula and Spike show up to the hospital with the hugest sweatshirt and jacket I have ever seen and a bunch of flowers. Mm-hmm. They look like Doug in his Think Big remix of Banging on the Trash Can. <laughs> <laughs> on the trash can, bang it. On the street light. Think big. Think big. Think big. Think big. 
big. <laughs> also, these flowers are way nicer than the ones that LD oh, got yeah. for her dad. Like, <laughs> damn. LD stole hers from a gas station. I'm not even sure she purchased them. I think that's the yeah. end. So I have a bunch of dead roses in my front yard. Like, all these beautiful roses grew out of the ground. And they all looked beautiful, and then they died. And her... It kind of looks like she came and stole a rose out of my front yard. Wow. <laughs> she stole, stole like a couple dead roses out of my front yard and was like, here you go, dad. Well, it, when like, she handed them to the receptionist, like the whole thing of flowers looked like she had been like holding it under her armpit, maybe while she rode her bike there. Right. They, they, had looked, they looked like they'd seen better days. <laughs> So they find LD's dad's room where he's casually eating a bunch of mush. <laughs> they present him with the flowers that they wanted to surprise LD with when she came back. I don't, I don't really know why they wanted to do that, but they did. <laughs> um, <laughs> they could have just given them to LD as like a, we're sorry your dad's in the hospital. Here are some flowers. They just wanted her to show up and be like, the class brought you flowers? Whoa. Wow. Like, what? I think they're sending her a message. Like, no. you're, you're, no, they're sending her a, ma- like, your father's in danger because he's really sick right now and <laughs> we know where he is and we've been here. <laughs> like in, um, like in the Hunger Games mm. when President Snow leaves, like, a white rose for mm. Katniss. I think that's what they were going for. Okay. As, like, a threat. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, go make a fucking map, LD, or we'll visit your father again, and this time we'll bring more than flowers. Yeah. I was just impressed that LD's dad remembered their names. Like, I feel yeah. like dads in general don't remember anybody's friends' names. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, they really they don't. Our father couldn't even remember his own niece, Jessica Max. Uh, her and given he name her, is whatchamacallit. Whatchamacallit. <laughs> Um, yeah, what, listen, but dad always, dad always remembered Abby's name because yes, he would be cause... like, Abby Normal? Right, exactly. Wouldn't know her last name, but Abby Normal, Abby Normal. yes. <laughs> However, his own niece. Whatchamacallit. Whatchamacallit. This is like my, my favorite dad memories, the fact hey, uh, Jesse, Whatchamacallit's car is still here. <laughs> Yeah, Dad, she's leaving it here for like a month while she's on vacation. <laughs> Whatchamacallit what couldn't get her car out of here? No, Dad, she's leaving it here on purpose. And then when, Wait, you, he- and then when you came and got it, he was like, Whatchamacallit drove her car out of here, no problem. And I was like, yeah, why? Did you do something to it? Did you tamper with the car, old man? Right. No, that's just my favorite because it wasn't just like once that he like her name all slipped his memory. It was like, no, no. It's always that's, she was. That's my niece, whatchamacallit. Oh, man. When I made him that cross stitch, I, I should have wrote love, whatchamacallit. Down at the bottom. Love, whatchamacallit. <laughs> yeah, because right. You just wrote like from Jesse. And he was yeah. like, who's Jesse? I don't know. Oh, I'm like, oh, I don't know who this is. Okay. Secret admirer. I don't know what's going on. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatchamacallit. Anyways, her dad explains that LD hasn't been there yet and blows up her spot that she's using the mapping project as an excuse to not see him. Mm -hmm. This bitch and her excuses. He tells them to tell LD her old man's okay. (laughs) Tell LD her her days are numbered. (laughs) He's like, you may be a witch, 
but I'm a warlock. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Mr. D stands for Mr. Demon. Mm-hmm. He killed the mother with his demon powers. Mm-hmm. And the mother yeah. came back and possessed Jeff. Holy shit. <laughs> this, is, this is deep. There's, there's just give me a minute. I, um, and then Kit Hood's mom showed up. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. she is a demon hunter like mm. like the guys from Supernatural. God, yes. that now it's all coming together. That's why okay. she's always hanging around and that's why she was so nosy about the condom cuz she was trying to see if they were demons. If yeah, yeah cuz the demons have a special mark <laughs> on their penis and she was hoping <laughs> that they were going to like try on the condoms in the store. Mm. And that that was how she was going to cuz Joey Jeremiah looks a little like Jeff. Right. So, and you know what? Demons love McRib delights <laughs> condoms. So, oh my God, Johnny hates the McRib delight condom. <laughs> <laughs> he came in while I was making that Photoshop, and he's like, "Oh, I mean, it is I'm like upset. the grossest idea ever." All right, it so really barbecue sauce <laughs> reservoir tip. Mm. <laughs> Like, and then later he like mentioned it. He's like, I like McRibs, and now I'm disgusted. <laughs> you ruined McRibs for him. Oh, I'm like, I mean, I like McRibs too. I'm like, it won't come out for a long time. You'll forget by then. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I'll remind you. No, but like then if like next time you're mad at him, you gotta like shove a McRib inside a condom. Oh really fuck him up. Put it oh. under his pillow. Ew. Sla- I was like slap him in the face with it. <laughs> 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 or you plant it you plant it in your backyard and then when he does yard work he's like what is this oh my god a mcrib bush will grow <gasps> oh man a mcrib bush that's where that's why they're only there for a limited time take a whole year because then you've got to plant yeah. them and grow yeah. them again there we go figured they're it out. seasonal <laughs> <laughs> all right so anyway Arthur and Yick sneak into the boiler room to check on the snake. This time they're actually being sneaky before they just walked in. Maybe Susie has special powers as the vice president, but this time they were going without her, so they're like, we get a sneak. I think Mm. they knew Susie would protect them. Right. And now they're like, damn it, Susie's not here. Like, I'm getting freaked out. (laughs) You guys, (laughs) did you see this trap that they drew a snake and grass on? Like, yeah. Was this because the snake would think it would have another snake, obviously? Yeah. yeah, but they didn't even give the snake like eyelashes to imply that it was a girl <laughs> snake and that, like, you know, Amadeus would be like, oh, time to mate. That's a girl <laughs> snake with its eyelashes. Maybe Amadeus, maybe Amadeus is a gay snake mm. and Yick and Arthur are more progressive than you realize. <laughs> maybe we need to talk to Melanie and let her know that snake is a gay snake and that mm-hmm, she should move mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Damn. So many layers to this episode. Mm-hmm. But so they've caught something. Turns out Alex is up to his old tricks and somehow knew the trap was in the boiler room to plant his rubber snake. I know. Why was Alex in the boiler room? <laughs> Guys. How many kids are in the boiler room? God damn it. I have a, I'm sorry. I'm still caught up on the, okay, the snake and they pee in the poop mm. in the same hole. <laughs> How do snakes have sex? The same hole. To procreate. Listen, I don't know that, but I will Google it <laughs> for you. you. 
Oh my God. I got like so high once and I don't know how we got on the topic, but I was like, Eric, do dolphins have nipples? <laughs> and then I asked Alexa and she let me know that dolphins do have nipples. So now like whenever I want to like, you know, fuck with Eric, I'm like, computer, do dolphins have nipples? Um. So once again... Uh, you know, the the king of all websites when you want to know about snakes, pestremovalwarrior.com <laughs> says that. Don't they lay eggs? I mean, I think that they do lay eggs, but don't. How do you fertilize the egg? The male snake inserts its two sex organs within the female cloaca and injects its sperm. We don't know what kind of sex organs they are, though. Snakes give birth through three different methods. <laughs> they lay eggs. They give live birth to young snakes and a partial live birth. What is a partial live birth? <sighs> when female snakes are ready to breed, they secrete pheromones. Mm. The male snake follows the scent. There can be many male snakes following this pheromone. <laughs> and then they fight to the death. Carly, remember, you sold me pheromones. What if I attracted a bunch of freaking snakes? I mean, you got Greg, didn't you? When multiple snakes, <laughs> when the when multiple snakes come together, they start fighting among each other. Only the fittest snake gets the partner, and the mating process starts. Mm. Wow! The male snake inserts. Tell me more about the two se- the two sex organs. Yeah, the it female the- only has a cloaca, but the male just has a bunch of shit going on down there. I. Yes. Snakes give birth approximately after 57 days, but it depends from species to species. Hmm. Whoa. So. Seems like snakes are actually like two different species. There's too much variation going yeah, on. So I like, know. There's another like, I, you know, I'm also a hundred, I'm also like not 100% sure that pestremovalwarrior.com is that accurate. <laughs> it's like the, the Wikipedia honest. of like animal knowledge. <laughs> Anybody can go on there and just, yeah, they got two sex organs. Oh my God. Boas, rattlesnakes, and garter snakes give birth to live young. Mm. That's fucking crazy. Cause it's like, they just got like a skinny snake inside of it. And then, oh. All right, hold on. Snakesforpets.com says that female snakes lay eggs or give birth to live young one to two times a year. Damn. But however, the most interesting thing to learn is how snakes reproduce. The female will let the male know she's ready to mate by releasing pheromones from the skin gland located on her back. Most snakes reproduce sexually, but some reproduce asexually. Snakes are just all over the freaking place. Wow. Then a male snake mates with a female snake by inserting one of his hemipenes? <laughs> hemipenes? 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 He's got two, but only the one. His <laughs> into the female's cloaca. This fertilizes the eggs inside the oviduct a month after she lays her eggs, which hatch two months later. But other species, such as boas, give birth to live young. But so some do asexually. So like, are there male and female of that species or are they both or do the males just exist for no purpose? Snake asexually. Snakes are one of a small group of animals that can reproduce asexually. The flower pot snake is one example. Mm. The females of the species can produce young through a process called 
parthenogenesis. Mm. In doing so, they can create clones of themselves. Oh, my oh. God. So, Why are, are scientists studying them to be like, how do, can we clone? Do scientists know anything about snakes? It's, oh, my God. It's possible. <laughs> Listen. Listen, it's possible for a female to store sperm in her cloaca for up to six years and that sperm remains healthy. She might suddenly become pregnant. Yo, that oh. means that female snakes can trap their partners, right? Oh, like she's shit. like, I'm going to save this for later. And like when you <laughs> piss me off, be like, oops, uh-huh. I'm pregnant. Oops, I'm I guess pregnant. you have to be with me now. So. Oh, Lord. Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot to process. I need to know more about the snake's. I think you need to write a research paper and turn it in for project week. Okay. <laughs> I just started, I just, this is my first week of, um, of, of classes of the, sem- of the summer semester. And so I think I'm going to see. Figure out a way to for my critical, throw it in there. Yeah. Yeah. For, for cri- 602, I need to come up with a, a critical inquiry question. So I think it's going to be about snake penises. Like, please, yeah. please. I wish you still were in PowerPoint class because you could make a whole thing. That would have been such a good one. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. Male snakes have two organs called, I still don't know how to say this, hemipenes, H-E-M-I-P-E-N-E-S. They are like the snake's penis. It has two, which are kept inside the cloaca. No, it's a hemipene. That's how uh, Joey Jeremiah was born with a. (laughs) They're held in place by the retractor bustle. When reproduction occurs, the two hemipenes are everted, which means that they pop out of the cloaca. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. So, oh my god! So when they're just ready to roll, there's like bam. Here you go. That's my dick. My (laughs) hemipenne. Good morning, my dick. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god you guys look he sent me an unsolicited hemipene pic right i was gonna say too bad none of us are single and we could be on fucking uh whatever the dating what's that tinder match okay cupid tinder you could be on tinder like i want one of those hemipene pics <gasps> mm. <laughs> yeah okay hold on i'm saving an image of the heavy penny well listen i don't know this thing has legs so i don't that's a lizard hemipene send us a snake dick pic <laughs> maybe oh, no. if i can find Is that a one. leg or a hemipene i don't know <laughs> Are you, is, is that a hemipene in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Is that a hemipene in your cloaca? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, the oh, only no. reason I wish I was single again is because we come up with so many good pickup lines on this show. <laughs> I need to ask Johnny if he's okay with me fake hitting on people with these ridiculous um. lines. Okay, I got a few good ones. Oh, oh my. I don't want to see a hemipene. Is this, you're sending us snake dicks. Yeah, but because you, you have to know for science. Oh. Science rules. <laughs> I don't think so anymore. <gasps> Whoa. What the fuck is that? How the fuck? But then here's a, here's a lizard one. That's what I found by accident Yo. first. But how does that... That's just in the body, just chilling. How big is their colloquialism? <laughs> Except that. I don't. 
I, I mean, it's as big. It's as, but like the little hole that those are coming out of, like that's what they might like. I'm upset. Damn, like they, you know, that must be as difficult as giving birth. So, like, this is the one species that it's like you understand what women go through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> you know what, Beth? I think I could have died happy without seeing those. Yeah, pictures. I don't like I'm not this. Lie, well, it's no, but it's important how does that for science. Do any. Does that go that goes in this thing? Look, I'm not gonna I am I refuse to look up pictures of it in action. Okay. Cause the FBI will be at my house. Do you house. think maybe like it goes in flaccid and oh, then it maybe. like expands maybe. inside? I don't like it. I like snakes, but they're kind of ruined for me now. I think guys <laughs> get me drunk and I'll go sleep with a snake and I'll report back <laughs> and, and then we'll find out what happened. I'm gonna <sighs> I'm going to still do some research for my project. Definitely. Okay. You gotta please work let that us in. know. Yeah. All, All right, right. Let's Let's take on. this episode home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we learned so much good stuff. <laughs> All right. LD is moping in the gym under a big banner that says, be a panther, be a part of it. I like that there was also a little sign next to it that said, no. <laughs> LD drew that. <laughs> it, w- when she- it was like, no, something, 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 but it definitely looked like, be a panther. No! <laughs> Vula walks in and finds her. She tells her that they took flowers to her dad, and LD asks how his eyes looked. <laughs> Vula says they looked fine. LD tells her to kick rocks. <laughs> Essentially. She's like, I'm kind of having quite a long time in a dark gym, Vula. Can you take a hint? All right, leave me the fuck alone, Vula. But then there's a random shot of all the kids going into their classrooms for no apparent reason. I don't. And Snake looks, re- or I mean Spike. Spike looks really concerned. She's like, "Yeah, where's Vula and LD? What was this? Is was the most unnecessary thing? They needed to show you that Spike was new. Because in case you were like, why isn't Spike there in the gym? So you yeah. know, like Spike's going to class. All right, she mm. wants to pass this class. <laughs> She's not letting LD. Schnell and LD pull her down. That's true. She seems very invested in her grades. So we're back to the gym because we just, we needed to take a moment away because this is a very intense scene and we needed just that moment. I mean, the episode needed to be 22 minutes long and they were like, oh shit, we're at 21. How do we (laughs) lengthen it out a little bit? I think they screwed up. They meant to put that clip somewhere else, but they accidentally. (laughs) Just a little... A little oopsie daisy on the cutting room floor. <laughs> That's why Spike was looking around. She's like, "This is not where we belong." What? <laughs> so Vula asks why LD won't go visit, and she tells her about how when her mom went into the hospital when she was a kid, she died right after LD visited her. Which right after LD cursed her with her witch coven powers, mm-hmm. right? You know, I don't know what her mom did, but she was like, she saw her in the hospital. She walked away. She's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right she, she asked her mom did. like can i get ice cream from the cafeteria and her mom was like no honey you haven't had dinner yet and ld was like drop dead and then she did ld's mom was just in the hospital for like a broken leg and then mm. she died but then but then they let ld visit yep see this was the thing L- ld's mom was already sick but her dad wasn't so like it worked on her mom but not her dad just got close to death. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's like a, the power was still really like fresh then because she was so young. Yeah. But if you don't practice, it becomes kind of less, right, mm, right. less powerful. 
Vula, Vula once again in this scene, when LD's like, my dad doesn't even want to see me because he yells at me all the time. Vula's like, everybody's dad does that. Right. Like, Vula, stop trying to normalize your dad. <laughs> everybody's dad hits them. Yeah. Oh, everybody's okay. dad is horribly verbally abusive. And- <laughs> Go ask Rick. It's true. <laughs> But so Vula reassures her that going to the hospital doesn't mean you're going to die. She tells her about how her mom got an operation two months ago. So Vula actually does have a living mother and just cooks for her papa dinner all the time just for funsies. Like her mom. No, I think this is a lie. I think Vula's mom is dead. (laughs) Yeah, she. I think she went to the hospital and we never saw her again. Yeah, but Vula just imagines her. My mom went for that operation and now she lives on that nice farm upstate that my dad says that maybe I can visit her there sometime if I keep cooking him dinner every night and never hang, never go to a school dance. I think that, you know, Vula's dad just keeps, like, the bedroom door shut, mm. and she'll knock and be like, Mom, are you okay? How's recovery going? Yeah. And he's like, I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine, Vula. He learned how to throw his voice from Darce because they got some... He was the one who went on a date with Darce for breakfast ah, in the morning that time. Because his, mom- his wife is dead. Yeah, so they trained each other how to throw their voices. Wow. Because the principal also died, and she's like, "Shit, I have, I don't want to find a new principal. I'll just be him." This is some beautiful fan fiction. Holy shit! This this show has got layers. Fucking Lost has nothing on Degrassi mm-hmm. Junior High. Is nope. all I'm mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Kit Hood's mom is the supreme. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she's got her hands and everything. Mm-hmm. But so Vula also got her tonsils out, and she was fine. LD changes the subject. Her dad doesn't even want her to go. He doesn't like her, and she's not the type of girl he wants. She's constantly screwing up. Vula doesn't see it. She thinks he needs her. She's all that he has. Because your brother's moved out. Just like my dad tells me all the time. What? (laughs) Just like my dad tells me all the time, says Vula. I'm his wife now. <laughs> she, when she's I talking have. about her mom, she's talking about the fact that she went into the hospital for her tonsils. Yeah, the tonsil. <laughs> she's, she's her own like, mom. But she like, yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is that like Vula was an asexual birth and Vula gave birth to herself. Mm-hmm. And she's like, her I'm the mom. And the child. She's her own clone. This is a lot, yeah. man. Vula, Vula has a cloaca, and this is canon. This is going on the Degrassi <laughs> wiki right now. I'm putting it. And that's why, that's why Vula's dad doesn't want her to date, because he's like, how are you going to explain to men that you have a cloaca <laughs> and you pee and poop out of the same hole? Like... Yeah, well, Vula is the reason that men think that you have sex and pee out of the same hole. Because she does. Yep. Yeah. But they don't realize that she also poops out of the same They're like, <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> They've seen butts. So, like, they, I don't know, they're struggling. So they just spread the rumor that that women have the one hole and it went And it's there. just, that's, it's all from yeah. Vula. Yep. <laughs> it's all from Voulez-vous cacher avec moi. <laughs> That's her full name. That's what Vula is short for. Mm-hmm. Vula is short for voulez-vous coucher avec moi. <laughs> that reminds me of like all the like celebrities and stuff that they were like, what's their full name? And then <laughs> Slim Slim Jim was Slimothy James. 
Oh, God. There was a lot of good ones. But anyway, yeah. that one always made me laugh. Slimothy James. <laughs> All right. So LD is back at the hospital having flashbacks again. She fucking needs to see a therapist. She's constantly triggered. <sighs> the creepiest echoes. Yeah. Why can't I see mommy, daddy? <laughs> She'll be home soon, LD. Wait a minute, Beth. You're saying that when you went to visit dad in hospice, you didn't hear like the flashbacks? Like creepy of... disembodied voices? Yeah. No, and neither of did death. neither did you. I just got them to play that over the loudspeaker to <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I remember Beth being like, pretend you don't hear this. Act like you don't hear this, guys. And I was like, okay. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Everyone played along. They tried. Some of them tried not to. And I was like, "My dad's dying. All right, can you just can you just chill? I'm not gonna fucking do this project. Can you chill? <laughs> I'm not gonna do the maps project. So <laughs> fucking suck it. We got an A on it though, because it was it was good. Yeah, we did a map of the area surrounding hospice. I made I made Carly do it. <laughs> <laughs> Carly was like, why are you doing? Why are you making me do this? I was like, my dad's dying. And she was like, that's my dad too. My, but Carly, my dad. <laughs> we have this maps project. I'm like, oh, we damn. We need to do it. You got me there. <laughs> Give me my cartographer hat. <laughs> yeah. Bethany, you're 34 years old. Why are you having a project? <laughs> I just do. I got to get this project done. <laughs> Going back to school to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. (laughs) (laughs) But so LD is wandering around overwhelmed, but on a mission. Susie harangues Arthur and Yick over the snake and calls them stupid. Yick wished they had just made a dog their project because like they could just get a dog. I mean, they just got a snake. I don't. I know. Where are they? Like, are they buying it at the pet store? Did they? Did know. they like find it in the wild? What? Who knows? <laughs> but Melanie walks by and hears something creepy. She sees him, Amadeus, Amadeus, <laughs> in some random purse that was purse just next that? to the cage. I don't. Know. Whose bag is that? Purse? Like. The purse has been next to the cage the whole time. It looked like a very expensive, like designer purse too. It was like a fancy purse. I thought it. I thought it was like a gym bag. I thought it looked like leather, I it, and I don't know, maybe I, it, looked, I think it was a red purse. Yeah, I think it was somebody's red gym bag. It was fucking Vula because she has the ruffles. She has the fancy <laughs> purse from old country. It was passed down from her grandma. That's also her clone. <laughs> Here's the thing. No, no, here you go, guys. Here you go. This is the real kicker. Amadeus is actually a lady snake, and that's Amadeus's purse. Mm. Zula's mother. This Mm. whole time. And they didn't know because snakes pee and poop out of the same hole. You don't see their fucking multibane penises. And like, (laughs) that's. This is it. Mystery solved. Oh, God. It, it Was it a snakeskin purse? <laughs> it, thought it, it thought it was its mom. Yeah. It thought it was in the hospital and its mom was dying. Yeah. And oh, God. Yeah. But so, yeah, it was in some random purse that was right next to the cage the whole time. It's been in there starving to death just in this <laughs> There is stuck. so much snake poop and pee oh, in that Oh, my God. That purse is ruined. <laughs> It was like a $5,000 designer purse that's just (laughs) roined from snake pee and poop and 
Emipine, whatever the fuck that was that we said before. Emipine. It's just that fucking. Honestly, the the picture that you sent does kind of look like the purse. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Anyways, it was just, he wasn't in a purse. He was in a giant emipine. Oh, (laughs) trying to get pregnant. That was really big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anyways, Melanie quickly changes her tune. He's kind of cute. This bitch. Alex walks in and Arthur surprises him by shoving the snake in his face. Alex is terrified and runs off. You guys. Serves you right. This is the part of the episode <laughs> that should have been in 3D. Like, I <laughs> 3D glasses and he was putting that oh, snake like shit. right in the camera's face and I was like, this needs to be 3D. The Grassy Junior High 3D, this one episode, just for this one moment. Yeah. They, listen, they always did stuff like that. <laughs> there was that one episode of Home Improvement that was in 3D that one time for no reason. Oh, God. Yeah, the '90s. They were all about they it because then that. they could like they're like get your your 3D glasses in a box yeah. of Cheerios, <laughs> and you're like, all right. It would be like in the TV Guide. Yeah. Well, Melanie makes a snarky dig at some some people being afraid of the silliest things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, point of point of order. She does not say silliest. She says salliest. Uh, yeah, the salliest. The salliest <laughs> thing. Uh, like milk and pillows. She's a lot the way she talks. LD makes her way through the hospital. Apparently, it's very confusing. They really did need to map it out. She does not know where the fuck she's going. She almost got run over yes. by a gurney again. She almost gets taken out by a dead body on a stretcher. You guys, and this is the part where there's another woman in like a bathrobe with her head yeah. down walking towards LD. And I swear to God, that's Kit Hood's mom too. <laughs> I mean, that lady in the green bathrobe, I feel like she was a little bit creepy looking. Was her head down? I think so, yeah. I thought she was going to murder I'm saying that's Kid Hood's mom again, so. She's like, you've seen my face too many times. I have to hide this. That's what, no, she, like, she was a smart woman and she was like, you can't, like, they're going to know, so I'm going (laughs) to hide my face because I was such an award-winning actress from the last episode. Right. They're going to catch on. So she flashes back to seeing her mom hooked up to a bunch of machines and being told her mom was going to die. She finally makes it to her dad's room and he's not there. She assumes the worst. She sits on the bed in shock when her dad sneaks up on her all jazzed up in a suit jacket. (laughs) She's shocked he's okay. He says it's going to take more than a one-eyed giant to stop him. What? Is that what he said? I'm... (laughs) <laughs> no, but it sounded, I, I rewound it like oh, so many angina. times. Oh, like, Yeah, but it sounded like a one-eyed <laughs> giant. Where, like, this giant dick is going to take him out. What, <laughs> which is what you call yeah. a cloaca. Yep. This giant cloaca is going to take him out. No, I rewound it over and over like <laughs> one-eyed giant. No, one-eyed giant. That's what he's saying. But then immediately after he cleared it up, but I had just kept rewinding like trying to figure it out. Like, what? <laughs> so it turns out he said angina, not to be confused with regina, which can be confused with vagina. <sighs> boy, oh boy, Do oh you boy. remember? <laughs> do you remember Peter saying, but grandma's in vagina? Oh, my God. 
don't remember that. <laughs> yes. You don't remember Grandma's in Vagina? No. We're going to be moving closer to her as soon as possible. What? Mom, Grandma lives in Regina. <laughs> yeah, they said Regina really Regina. weird. <laughs> it's a whole thing where it sounds like he says vagina. You know... Just real quick, in regards to uh, LD walking in the hallway and me still saying that woman is Kit Hood, mm-hmm. um, if you go back and watch that scene again, I'm still I'm extra saying that it's Kit Hood's mom because if you'll notice, I, it happens too fast for me to like be able to take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. But like the person that goes by on the gurney, the woman who has her head down, like full on like sticks her head out and like looks at the gurney and I'm like that's Kit Hood's mom again because she's being she's always doing the most because she's always yes. nosy I swear watch it are again. there condoms on that gurney like, <laughs> yep but so anyways turns out he has angina <laughs> something about your heart hurting I don't know I quickly googled it I was like alright whatever let me see if anyways. pestremoval.com has anything to say about it <laughs> So, yeah, nothing revolving around dicks or vaginas. It's his heart. He needs to start taking better care of himself, and he agrees. She starts telling him how she's going to change and be more girly for him, but he's accepted her the way she is because he knows that if he doesn't, she's going to fucking kill him for real next time. Uh Yeah, you better fucking recognize. Uh (laughs) Give her that goddamn hat. So he throws that hat back on her head. He tells her that being a father of a teen girl is much scarier than the hospital because, again, she's going to fucking kill him. Yep. Um, But she thinks he'll get over it. Get over being dead. (laughs) Yeah. And they never never touch upon how he completely traumatized her by lying about the health of her mother. Yeah. I mean. We just never. That's never. Send. Can LD get some freaking counseling, please? Right, this could be a whole thing, like a whole plot line of her just being like, yo, I gotta deal with this. But instead, they're just like, she's having, she's getting triggered as fuck. Yeah. Who cares? It's so quirky. She's scared to go to the hospital. (laughs) Silly LD. You guys, you guys, are we forgetting that we don't know if she cleaned the kitchen? Oh, the kitchen definitely did not get clean. I mean, if we know LD, we know the kitchen's not clean. But But the dad's gonna get home and be like, Oh, that's fine. I'll just I'll pay Jeff overtime to come clean the kitchen. <laughs> oh, Jeff probably cleaned it, if we're being honest. Like, yeah. Jeff was probably checking in on LD, saw that there were, like, rats and snakes in the kitchen. <laughs> There's just snakes rubbing their cloaca all over everything. And, like, Jeff's <laughs> a good dude, and he just he cleaned it up, I think. Yeah. Yeah, her dad won't be messing with her anymore, if that's all I can say. All right, so how many chef's kisses did you give this episode? I only gave it three chef's kisses because, like, I feel like it's nothing to write home about, but, yeah. like, you know, still an average episode. It's not, yeah. it wasn't bad. Bethany hated it, but. Yeah, I said 3.5. It's just, like, it wasn't particularly exciting or funny. I don't, like, I, I don't know. I, I generally watch this show to be funny. And when they do get serious, I generally take it serious, but, like, for some reason, I didn't feel very serious about it because ld's a freaking joke yeah maybe it's just i don't feel empathy for ld might be it <laughs> bethany how many chef's kisses do you give it out of how many five. out of how many chef's kisses five. Oh, then negative 100 <laughs> is how many <laughs> why did you hate it so much i don't know i just really don't like it just really 
Every time I rewatch the series and this episode, I'm like, oh, this freaking episode again with LD. <laughs> I just don't really like LD that much. Yeah. And I just, you know, it really bothered me how she let Spike and Vula down. So, like, was this when you texted me today and you were like, which episode is it again? And I told you, did you start it? And you were like, motherfucker. I know. I was this like, this one? fucking. This is what I agreed to guest on. Yeah. Well, we were thinking of you specifically on the basis that parents dying and all this stuff, but then we oh, didn't really get oh, into cause, that. So, oh, because I get dead parents just like LD. Don't yeah. compare me to yeah, LD. We, you yeah, know, I mean, I didn't know you hated her. Bethany, so Jesse, so <laughs> Jesse felt like we couldn't cover it with just me with dead parents, so we needed like another yeah. person with dead parents, like yeah. double, double dead. I just, I parents. don't know. Maybe you'd have a heart to heart. It would be a very touching episode, but apparently not because Beth. We just, I just hate. I just. <laughs> I I, I have to say that I think in throughout my notes I had some like poignant things to say about it, but like oh. we just really got off topic and steamrolled. Did I root? Yeah. Did I? Did the snake cloaca take away? It did from about some of the seriousness. Yeah, the seriousness the that like I had a really hard time mi- visiting mom in hospice. You know what oh. I mean? Like dad had to convince me to go see her, and I was like didn't want to, and so like I'm like, damn, my sister hates me because that's. <laughs> I I identified with LD in this episode. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, but you never wore that stupid hat. I did. So. I never wore hats. So I, I mean, we're we're cool. Do you want to like tell us about it now, and I can edit it back in? No, nah, it's too late for that. <laughs> it's too late. So, that ship has sailed. It sailed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh. <laughs> if it was literally any other character, I maybe could have. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Just it, don't. Oh, I just no. don't like her. Dead parents have a way of showing up in all aspects of my life, That's so it's true. okay. We'll we'll come back around. There'll be another dead parent we point. can talk about. I'm sure there will. I mean, next time it happens, I'll be like, we're not inviting Beth because <laughs> like, she fucking ruins it. Just next time it's an LD episode, all right? Yeah. Because I freaking I freaking hate her. All right, so next week, or next, whenever, whenever we make the next episode. Yeah, next time. We're going to talk about season one, episode nine. Oh, what a night. But it's not, oh, what a night. It's just, what a night. Ooh. All right, well, do you have any social media to plug back? No, no, don't look for me. Don't find me. <laughs> I made a LinkedIn today because yeah. I had to for one of my classes, but don't look me up on there either. I'm going to look you up on there. Yeah, LinkedIn is creepy. I don't like LinkedIn. So I hate LinkedIn. It's so creepy because it tells you when people look at your profile and vice versa. But I think only if you and have I an don't account. Like that. All right. Well, Carly, do you have any social media to plug? Yeah, sure. You can follow me um, on Instagram at the real Nick Furry with underscores in between all the words because that's for kitty pictures. Mm-hmm. Or you can find me at Carly Joe Gear uh, across, you know, some social media platforms. But I'm only on Facebook. And if you add me, I don't know you. I'm not going to accept. So <laughs> have fun. Then why plug? Then why plug it, Carly Joe? Because ah, I got them, you know? <laughs> plug them if you got them. What about Pinterest? What are you on Pinterest? <laughs> oh, God, no. Don't look at my Pinterest. It's it's 
is public. Oh, They're going to find the wedding boards. It's probably Carly Jo Gear. I don't know. You can find me on Pinterest and yeah, look at the wedding that I've planned because I'm a psychopath. So enjoy. Beth's Pinterest is full of snake hemibin. Yes. <laughs> Jesse, how about uh, you? What you? You can follow me on Instagram at Monday Night Rar or on Twitter at Jesse. I feel like recently I've just been talking about gardening and TV a lot, so you won't be offended by my extreme, Your extreme political views. views currently. But get ready <laughs> for some extreme hemapene. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow us at a social disease across social media and platforms, including TikTok. Please add us there because nobody has. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack and Carly Joe Gear. And this has been a social disease podcast. Thanks for listening.